Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Let's welcome... Uh, Ross Tucker to the show. He's host of the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. You can check him out on social media at Ross Tucker NFL. You can hear him on these airwaves as well. He's basically everywhere. He does great stuff. Um, Ross, there are fan bases out there right now, as you know, freaking out about how good their quarterback looks, how bad their quarterback looks, or their offense and their skill position players. Quarterback specifically, though, which quarterbacks in camp are you monitoring the closest and why? Uh, well, I'm always interested in the young guys, certainly to hear how many of them, if any, are getting off the fast starts, right? So that would be Kenny Pickett with the Steelers, you know, Matt Corral in, in Carolina, even in Atlanta, Desmond Ritter, because you can tell some guys just get it right away. I mean, if you remember, Doug, I kept thinking, there's no way Russell Wilson's going to start. There's no way he's as good as they're saying he is. They paid Matt Flynn all that money. No way, no way. Next thing you know, Russell Wilson was a starter for the Seahawks. Now, that doesn't happen very often. So I'm probably most intrigued by the rookies. But then, you know, you read these reports out of New England with Mac Jones and the Patriots offense and out of Washington with Carson Wentz and, it's hard not to take notice. It's funny, Doug. I feel like I only see the reports about the guys that are struggling. I, I haven't seen any reports about guys that are just killing it. The reports I hear are Other like, than Tua. Tua is the one that I've heard great things about so far. Oh, interesting. I hadn't seen that, um, but that that is interesting. And, you know, that's coming from objective people. I mean, it's coming from the beat writers that are there watching, so – that would be a good sign, and I would say probably not that surprising given they brought in Tyreek Hill and Mike McDaniel's offense. Right. And there are a lot of people talking about Tua's accuracy, and I've heard people make the point that that's kind of always who he's been. But you know, with Tyreek Hill, it's the, the deep balls that are going viral because that was the concern. Can he really go from Patrick Mahomes and that level of arm strength to Tua Tugavailoa, who – um, is more known as an accurate passer, but we'll see how that ends up working. Um, and and we're talking to Ross Tucker. Uh, I, I'm curious, Cream Hunt, kind of bizarre timing for his trade request this weekend. Do you think the Browns need to rely on Chubb and Hunt if they want to be a playoff team, considering the total limbo that they're in right now with Deshaun Watson at the quarterback position? Well, it's funny, Doug, because I actually made this point Last week when I was filling in for Jim Rome, you know, if the NFL suspends Deshaun Watson, as long as it's at least 10 games, you know, there's been reports that there's been settlement talks around 12, but as long as it's at least 10 games, I have a tough time picturing the Browns being in the mix, right? I mean, to answer your question, yes, they would lean on Chubb 
and Hunt in the running game with Jacoby Brissett, but the AFC is stacked, man. I mean, the AFC is no joke. So this idea that they could have those guys, you know, Watson miss 10 games, 12 games. Because, by the way, what are the odds that right when he comes back, he hasn't played in two years? I mean, I, 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 I find it hard to believe that he'd come back and all of a sudden the Browns would go 6-1 and one, like in their last seven games. So it seems to me like as long as Watson's out 10 games or more, the Browns' season's kind of done. Yeah, I, I, I heard you and, and Greg Cassell on your podcast basically refresh uh, all of our memories of the player that Deshaun Watson is, which I think is important to do because we all just think of him as being so good and, and in some ways deserving of the money he got. But in others, uh, it's just been so long since we've seen him play. And you make a good point that just because he comes back in whatever it is, week 13, or if he ends up missing the whole season and we move towards next year, we have no guarantee that when he, as soon as he puts on the Browns uniform at some point, that he suddenly launches them into being a playoff team. And another thing I want to get your take on, Ross, is you and Greg were talking about the wide receiver position. Um, the way the league has, is paying wide receivers and star wide receivers, has that changed even in the last like five or so years, the way that teams seem to be valuing the superstar at that position? It has. You know, if you remember... There was a time there when people were talking about that receivers were more a product of the offense and that you can get guys, as long as you have the right quarterback and O-line and you've got the right scheme, you can scheme guys open. You don't need to pay that kind of money. It feels like it's totally changed. Now, Maybe not everybody believes that, Doug. You know, the Titans didn't want to pay A.J. Brown. All these other guys are getting paid by the teams they're on. The Titans decided, you know what? We don't value him that much. We don't think he's worth that much. So I think we're going to find out on some level this year from the Titans and the Eagles, it's almost like the great experiment, right, Doug? Like, if the Titans take a big step back and the Eagles take a big step forward, that will be a, a huge feather in the cap of any future receivers looking to get $22, $23, 24000000 dollars a year. It's just funny how the market works. Like these guys are getting paid double the top tight ends in the league. And look, I think these guys are really good players, but man, I, I don't think there's that much of a difference between how valuable Kelsey is. So the Chiefs, I would love to hear from Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes who they'd rather have, Travis Kelsey or Tyreek Hill. Because Tyreek Hill makes like $10 million more a year than Kelsey, and I'm not sure Andy Reid and Mahomes wouldn't say, we're glad if one guy left that it's Kelsey that's still here. Yeah, I mean, the answer might be just on the roster and the depth charts right now. I mean, Travis Kelsey's on the team and Tyreek Hill's gone. They, they, they made the choice to move on from him. Um, we're talking with Ross Tucker, some NFL, and um, I'm intrigued uh, going into the start of preseason games by Jimmy G, because usually this time of the year, Ross, I don't need to tell you, you know, we wait for an injury at the quarterback position. Maybe a team's wavering about their guy anyway, and a guy like Jimmy G becomes available. Do you think that's what this is? Is there any chance the season starts and Jimmy G is still on the Niners roster? No, I don't, because... 
his salary of $24 million is fully guaranteed when he's on that opening day roster, and I just don't think the Niners want to do that. Um, I, I Now, listen, if they think someone's willing to trade for him and that they can maybe eat some of that money, you know, maybe the Niners eat $10 million of it, they redo the contract, they eat $10 million, the acquiring team pays fourteen or whatever, I just don't see that happening. I, I think they'd probably cut him before it was fully guaranteed. So sounds weird to say that the Niners are probably hoping for an injury over the next few weeks, but I think they're going to hold him. They might even hold him until the night before that first game. But I don't think they want to guarantee $24 million to Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, and and with Trey Lance there too, it's tricky. You want to send a clear message to not just him and, and your roster, but your fan base that you know you fully believe in your guy. And if you have a backup with a big name who's played in playoff games and had success, that can take the spotlight off. Um, talking with Ross Tucker, I this one I'm I'm really looking forward to asking you about because first of all, Aaron Rodgers has been in the news a lot lately. We're not talking about anything to do with his football, which I think is fascinating because I I do think there are questions to be asked there going into his season in Green Bay without his best buddy and one of the best wide receivers in the NFL and Devontae Adams. But so he's been on kind of a a tour of media. He goes on, uh, pardon my take, a very popular Barstool podcast that I'm sure you heard um, where he comes off as really likable and and kind of uh, able to make fun of himself, which is also good. Now he's talking about basically using ayahuasca, psychedelics. Um, he's got this massive tattoo that looks like something out of a, out of a, uh, I don't know, some sort of movie about that Tom Hanks would star in where they're looking for treasures. What do you think his headspace is like going into this stage of his career? You know what's interesting, Doug? And this is the truth. I was a teammate of Brady's in 05 and 06. And I've never heard one player, or really, to be honest with you, anybody that even knows him, say a bad word about him. Whereas we've seen guys like Greg Jennings, like Jermichael Finley, sort of come out against Aaron Rodgers. And I don't know, I've met Aaron a couple times. I don't know him well enough to comment on him. I, I like the fact that he seems more relaxed, that he feels like he can be more loving of his teammates or whatever it is that he's saying. Look, I mean, I don't know, Doug. Uh, he looks happier than me, so whatever he's doing looks good. <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, I, I, I think, I think maybe it's I to, maybe I need to chug some ayahuasca or whatever it's called. I I usually just chug IPAs, but evidently ayahuasca tea is is where it's at. But I, the only reason why I reference that is. I do think it matters. I do think that it's not just about what we see on TV inside the white lines. I think it's the things that happen in the locker room, in the facility, during the meetings, during walkthrough. I think that that stuff matters. I'm not saying you have to be liked by everybody, but I think there's something to the fact that you'll never find a single person say a bad word about Tom, and it's not the same with Aaron for whatever reason. You know, Rodgers, year after year, uh, we hear quotes like you mentioned, Jermichael Finley and Greg Jennings and um, how, uh, you know, even the Devontae Adams now divorce, 
you point to and you're like, why did that need to happen? And I know Devontae raves about Aaron, and, and obviously they're close, and he's been partially responsible for his career. But bigger picture here, um, there is something that Brady has always had with his teammates and his legacy that Rodgers can't seem to get, and we're not talking about Super Bowls. So going into this year, let's talk on the field. I mean, um, and not ayahuasca. No, 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 let me jump in real quick. Well, assuming he's not on ayahuasca on the field, Ross, that's, you know. Well, we'd have to really test him for the ayahuasca before each game, which I don't think we're going to do, but go ahead. Well, no, I think you make a really good point there. And listen, Devontae Adams supposedly grew up a Raiders fan. He's always wanted to play with the Raiders. He's, he's close to Derek Carr. Okay, like all that stuff's fine. First of all, the Raiders aren't even in the Bay Area anymore where Devontae grew up, okay? They're in Las Vegas now. So it's not like he's going home. But, okay, he wants to play for his hometown team. All of that stuff is is well and good. All I know, okay, is that the last few years, guys have been clamoring to go to Tampa and paying, getting paid less to go there. Ryan Jensen, the center that just got hurt, he got offered more by the Bengals. But after Brady said he was staying – he, he decided to stay. You know, guys stay. I mean, Julio Jones just came there. Fournette came there. The guys take less to play with Brady. And now you have an example with Devontae Adams where supposedly the Packers said they would offer even more money, and he still went to the Raiders. So on some level – and I don't know Devontae's exact situation, Doug, but on some level, guys take less money to play with Brady, and and in Devontae Adams' case, he wouldn't even stay with the Packers and Aaron Rodgers for more money. And all I know is this. Do I think Devontae Adams would have left the team that Tom Brady was on? No, I don't. And maybe that's unfair to Aaron. I'm not blaming Aaron, but – I don't know. We just don't have any evidence of that, really. Don't you think, though, Ross, that less so Devontae, because maybe his case is unique, and you make a good point about him going to Vegas and not Oakland, but don't you think that Super Bowls play a big part of this conversation, that when you know you have proof in the pudding that Tom, where Tom Brady goes, winning goes, and, and that's an easier decision for, say, somebody like Julio Jones, as opposed to... Green Bay, where you know that they've had some turmoil, you know that Aaron Rodgers flirted with retirement and going elsewhere, and you know that at the source of all of this is one player has had success winning Super Bowls and finishing on top, and one player hasn't. Isn't that a reason why you would choose Brady over Rodgers that may be less personal to the guys themselves? Yes. I think it's a combination of the proven track record of postseason success, and I think the demeanor, I, I think, and maybe Devontae Adams, maybe it was just strictly with the Packers organization, and I, you know, all indications are that's the case. Um, but maybe he just, I, I don't know, man. I mean, if he really thought the Packers had a great chance to win the Super Bowl, I think he probably would have stayed there. I think he felt like, hey, we gave it our best shot these last few years. It's just not going to happen for us. Yeah, I think I think it's a. With Rodgers, the the take has been it's always been about him, and 
I think in a lot of ways, if you hear him interviewed, the things you hear about him, um, it's hard to disagree with that, but doesn't mean he's, you know, not maybe the most talented quarterback I've ever seen. And and by the way, I've heard this is like the best gift ever. And so so you're telling me that you basically write a personalized story to people. Yeah, so by, by the way, this is a whole other topic, but how is September and October the two most popular months for weddings? Because like, the weather is, the climate is more it's more temperate. It's, it's less harsh. It's not cold. It's not too hot. I, I understand. But how do these guys let their fiancés get away with this? It's football season, Doug. I mean, let's have some priorities. Get married in May. I'm getting married May's October nice 1st. Month. No joke. May is lovely. Early June, lovely. Not September, October. But if that did happen and you need an anniversary gift, go to myfrontpagestory.com. We'll write the most unbelievable story about your wife. She'll cry when she reads this story that has quotes from you about meeting her is the best thing that ever happened in my life. You know that quote's going to be in there. Myfrontpagestory.com. Don't let Doug be the only person that goes to myfrontpagestory.com. Yeah, I, I, I'm indebted to Ross Tucker. It's true. I, I owe you one. Uh, myfrontpagestory.com. Ross Tucker, we appreciate the time. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com.